Hi guys, welcome back to the Hotter Podcast. My name is Layla. And my name is Polina, and we're your co-hosts for this school year. We just wanted to come back on here to talk to you guys about the first quarter. It's ending on Friday the 29th, and a lot has been happening around the school and the community, and we just wanted to fill you guys in and talk about some of the important stuff. Yeah, yeah, so I think the first thing is is that it is our first quarter back in person. So it has been a little bit of a hard time adjusting, especially for a lot of students. I know just being able to pay attention during class, because I think we can all admit during online school, we didn't really have to pay attention for that one and a half hour block. We sort of could just do what we wanted, whether it was go back to our bed or go do something else. But being in class for that one hour and 30 minutes and really listening for that whole period of time was definitely hard. So what about you, Paulina? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that being at home was also just a different environment that allowed us to be a little more comfortable and we were definitely free to do whatever we wanted so you didn't have to really pay full attention to your teacher in class but I think really the most exciting thing about being back in person for this quarter is that a lot of people must not have really expected school to go on this far. I think a lot of people were fearful about COVID coming back but I'm really proud of the fact that we haven't shut down yet and I think that's just really exciting news in the county and at McLean. Yeah, so in Fairfax County and it's um, at, at McLean High School, we have this way of tracking COVID cases. So essentially at the beginning of the year, we were told that if a person in your class gets COVID, you would be contacted and you and your parents would get an email saying that, you know, you need to stay home in quarantine or, you know, telling you that someone within six feet of like your radius or person in your class had COVID. Um, but unfortunately, that hasn't been happening in the school year. So, Paulina, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, unfortunately, I did have COVID. And while talking about it isn't really my favorite thing to do, I think it's really important because um, there was a little bit of mishandling surrounding my case. And um, I think at the end of it all, the big picture, the big point was that at the Department of Health that works with FCPS, so it's the Fairfax County Department of Health, there are just a lot of cases going on because as we all know, COVID is still a pandemic that is here right now. And because of the fact that there were so many cases, they just did not have enough people to go about contact tracing and keeping track of cases, especially within the schools. So my case got a little lost, but you know, I think it's, it's something really important to talk about because this is important to track, you know, like COVID is a serious issue. An article was actually written for the Honda website about my case and my experience. So you guys should go check that out if you want to read more about it. Yeah, you should definitely check that article out. And just like, it's not only about Paulina's experience, but, um, you know, administrative response to Paulina's case going almost like unnoticed. Yeah, like almost unnoticed and no one really knowing about it till Paulina had to reach out to her teachers and her classmates. So other than that, it's been good overall. You know, as seniors, there is a stress for college applications and stuff like that. But I think me and Pollyanna can both agree that being back in person is great. And even though there's a hard time adjusting, whether whether it's with COVID or having to pay attention in class, we both definitely learn better while we're in person. So we're so happy that we're here and we really hope we don't have to go back online. Yeah, I, I mean, from the start of the school year, I've just always been really excited to be able to come back every day in person, see my teachers and my friends face to face. But it has been especially tough adjusting. And I know that, you know, this is the first end of the quarter that we've experienced um, all together in person since 2020. 
which was like right before the pandemic. We finished second quarter, I believe. And, you know, as we all know at McLean, which is a really rigorous high school, the end of the quarter is always tough. And people are just really working to get things in. And, you know, it adds additional stress. And especially with this year, with things like COVID and return to sports and, you know, whatever else people may be facing, it's been especially tough. So I think we just all need to make sure that we're here supporting each other. Um, and on the note of just like stress and issues and returning back to in person, so we actually just completed our first issue of the Highlander back in person, which was so much Ooh, fun. Yeah, Yay. it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it we, took us longer than expected, but we're so happy to be able to share this with you. Yeah, um, being back in person and just seeing everyone and creating the issue together face to face was honestly something that you don't know you miss until you're back and you're doing it. Um, but we wanted to just talk a little bit about what is in our issue one of the Highlander. Our issue one should come out next week, which is the week of November 1st. But overall, the issue should be coming out really soon on the website and in our school. So you should definitely check that out. In our in-depth, this issue is about sexual harassment that students at McLean face in their work areas around McLean. And I think it's something really interesting to write about. And I know that you know this is something that affects a lot of working students at McLean. And you know, as high schoolers, we're really new to the world of, you know, the workspace and facing like such serious issues as this, but it's really important to write about and I'm so happy with the way that the in-depth turned out. Yeah, no, I think our in-depth, it was a topic that needed to be addressed and it's a topic that a lot of people don't talk about, especially in this community. And so I'm so glad our reporters and our editors decided to write about that and, you know, really get that message across that maybe it wouldn't have been, the message wouldn't have been spread if you know this article wasn't written but we also have a ton of other articles in the highlander we have our highlander of the issue which is luke valensic we have a few fun features about halloween activities and the upcoming holiday yeah. which we're all very excited for especially with the end of the quarter happening Just allowing like us to you know let loose and have a fun halloween overall we have like a ton of different articles in our issue one of the Highlander, so you should definitely check it out and you should definitely read it. I think there's a lot of information. I think there's something in it for everyone. Um, and me and Paulina really like it. And yeah, we think it was such an amazing issue. So there is something also going on uh, a couple of days after Halloween, and it is the governor's election in Virginia. And this election is pretty big in the sense that the two candidates that are running, Terry McAuliffe and Glenn Youngkin, are fairly close to each other in percentages for like votes. I'm pretty sure Terry McAuliffe leads by 1.7 as of right now, so he has a very small lead over Glenn Youngkin. And um, as we know, in elections, 1.7 really doesn't mean a lot of things, especially with the margin of error. And so, you know, this election is super important. And if you're hearing this, and it is before November 2nd, and you live in the state of Virginia, you should definitely go out to vote. You know, I think in this election, every vote truly matters. I mean, in every election, every vote truly matters, but when you have such a tight election like this one, every vote truly does count. Um, but we just wanted to give you a little information on each candidate from an unbiased perspective, just so you know what each candidate believes and is you know, running their platform on, in case you don't know anything about them, just so you can make your opinions up about them. So Terry McAuliffe is running um, as a Democrat, and he has a couple of main focuses uh, that he wants to focus on at as governor. Terry McAuliffe was governor before um, Ralph Nordham, but so a couple of the things he wants to focus on is gun control, taking health care for all Virginians, 
wants to get everyone in the state of Virginia vaccinated, just really focused on vaccinating everyone, creating a flourishing rural economy, agriculture. He wants to invest into small businesses and higher education, and he wants to ensure justice and equality for all Virginians. And also he wants to focus on making the public school system in Virginia better. Um, and the other candidate is Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin is running as a Republican. One of Glenn Youngkin's focuses is cutting down taxes. So he wants to cut down income tax and he wants to get rid of the grocery tax. He also wants to focus on funding law enforcement and fixing the broken mental health system. As for education, he wants to focus on higher education but he also wants to get rid of political agendas in classrooms, he says, and he's gonna do that by banning the critical race theory, and he is more uh, pro-gun and less pro gun control than Terry McAuliffe. So each candidate has their own um, opinions. Some of them overlap, such as higher education and investing in small businesses, but overall, each of these candidates are pretty different, and we just wanted to give you some information on both of them just so you can form your opinions on whatever you believe. Yeah, I know this is a really big election in Virginia, so seniors that are eligible to vote, I think you should all go out there and be sure that your voice is heard. And I think we've all seen a lot of different signs for both candidates around McLean. And, um, you know, with politically active parents, I'm sure that maybe we've heard them talk about this upcoming election or, you know, just state their views or whether or not they're going to vote. I just think overall, in this election, especially how tight it is, I would genuinely vote for the person that you believe in, you know, not maybe what your parents think or what your school wants you to vote for or what your friends are voting for. Just like for who you believe and who you think is the better candidate in your opinion, just because, as we said like a billion times, each vote matters in this election because of how tight it is. Yeah, but in other news... On a lighter <laughs> note. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a lighter note, Halloween is coming up. So besides important Virginia elections, that obviously means fun fall activities and, you know, just trick-or-treating and, you know, going to Halloween costume parties and just dressing up, which I find super fun. I love I the fall, and I'm so excited for this. Halloween, like, even though it's not a widely celebrated activity across the world, I it's probably my favorite. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's totally a holiday in its own right. Yeah. And it's just so fun. And the candy makes it better. <laughs> the candy does make it better. Yeah. I love candy so much. Um, but, you know, we were thinking about some things that you guys could all do for Halloween to celebrate and to go around the local area and find COVID-safe activities to do. Our first idea for you guys to do would be to go to Cox Farms, which is a farm in Centerville, Virginia. And their newest fall festival time period is lasting from now until November 7th. So you can still enjoy the sights and sounds of the festival after Halloween. And you can buy tickets online at their website, coxfarms.com. And I've actually never been there personally, but I know that Layla has. And I just think it's a super enjoyable activity, even though I myself have never been. Yeah, so I've been there. I think it's a lot of fun. It really gives off such fall vibes, if I could put it in one word. There's a bunch of pumpkins. Um, and around Halloween time, they do have a haunted houses and stuff like that. So I would definitely recommend going if you're in the area. Also, it's outside. So if you're worried about COVID, you know, you're in an outdoor setting and it is a fairly large farm. So you really should be able to distance yourself from others. So I do think it's a really nice activity. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that they decided to open up this year despite the pandemic because of, you know, the safety measures that they have been implementing there. So the second thing is called the Frames of Fear, and that is in D.C. This is also outside. 
So it's in the Adam Morgan's neighborhood, and basically it's a special Halloween showcase for local artists. So animators, illustrators, and motion designers create super cool windows. Like, you know, around holiday time and Christmas, you do something called like window shopping. It's sort of like that, except Halloween edition. They create these super creatively designed windows. And, you know, there's ghosts, zombies, some of them are 3D and some of them have animations on them and so you can walk around this neighborhood and see all the super cool windows that these artists have you know created and probably support local artists that are in the neighborhood again i think this is a super fun idea just because it is a really unique thing i haven't really heard of this being around anywhere else and again it is outside so if you are worried about catching covid this is outside and it is fairly spread apart yeah and there's a walking ghost store 3dc where you can walk from haunt to haunt in some of DC's old, oldest neighborhoods. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Uh, tour guide basically takes you around DC's oldest neighborhoods and you know some of the stories and myths that are around them and the ghost stories, and I think that's super fun, just taking a new perspective on DC. And since in McLean we live so close to it, I think it's a really accessible thing to do. Yeah, and if you don't want to go out somewhere and uh, go to activity like that, you can always do some things at home, and some of those include doing a pumpkin carving contest, having a movie night outside with a projector, and then like a bed sheet, and have snacks, and um, you could do s'mores, have a fire pit, and just really like hang out with your friends outside, and be safe about it too. And lastly, we wanted to talk about some last minute Halloween costumes, so when this episode comes out, it'll be literally one or two days before Halloween, and so we wanted to just give you some last minute ideas that are not, you know, bland, that are not basic, that you can wear, and that are super easy to find, just in case you're in a rush and a procrastinator like I am. I probably will take a Halloween costume off this list because I still don't know what I'm going to be yet. And so we want to just give you that option to, you know, put together a Halloween costume that looks good and doesn't look like you made it 24 hours before. So the first thing that you could do, um, this could be an individual costume or a group costume, is be the Incredibles. This is a super easy costume because basically all you need is a red t-shirt and from the red t-shirt you can just cut out the Incredibles logo with felt or any type of material that you have and just glue it onto the t-shirt. And as for bottoms, you know, you can wear leggings, pants, skirts, shorts. There's really so many things you could do with it as long as it's black. So I just think it's a super easy Halloween costume. It probably takes like 15 minutes to make if you have the materials and all you need is like a red t-shirt. And I think it's pretty fun. I don't think a lot of people do and I don't think it'd be looked upon as a basic costume. Yeah, and I think Pixar is really cool. I love their movies even though, you know, they're generally considered to be like children's movies. <laughs> and another idea that's similar to that is being any of the characters from Monsters, Inc., which is another beloved child's movie. And so you could really dress up in any of the colors of the monsters and have some sort of mask or ears that you make yourself or buy. Or you can be the little girl, Boo, who is yes. really cute. So easy. And has like a really basic uh, outfit with like a pink t-shirt and bottoms. And like and pigtails. Pig yeah, the pigtails are pretty iconic. So honestly, so super easy outfit. And again, along with the Incredibles, if you want to be Sully, literally take a blue shirt and put little circle purple felt um and like hot glue it to the blue shirt and that's literally your costume and it's super yeah. easy and if you wanted to do a group costume you know it would be a super easy yeah. quick group costume to put together so another one would be to be a robber which i think is really funny <laughs> because it's it's also just really super simple yeah all you have to do is just wear some sort of mask dress up in dark clothes look shady like a bandit <laughs> uh, maybe have some sort of you know like fake weapon with you or like a bag 
Yeah. So I anything think, to put your... Yeah. Know, Maybe, like, you just take, like, a random tote in. bag or a random bag and you just, like, a money sign, like, dollar bill on it. And I think that is such a super easy costume to do. And honestly, you could probably do it, like, the night of Halloween. It's, it's not something that's hard to do. Yeah. And so the last couple of costume ideas we have is to be any brand or company that you like by putting a logo on the t-shirt. Um, you know, this is more if you're in like a cram and in a rush and have honestly no idea what to do. You could just like, let's just say you wanted to be Starbucks, literally print out the Starbucks logo and tape it or glue it onto a t-shirt. Or if you wanted to be Dunkin', because I like Dunkin' more than Starbucks, you could put it onto a t-shirt. Literally anything. It's super easy. Um, and if you wanted to be a candy, maybe you could put the candy logo on a t-shirt and just carry on a bag of candy. Super easy costume idea. And if you're a candy and if you bring candy to school or if you give candy to your friends, people will like your costume more than anyone else because you're giving them something. So I think it's a super easy costume idea for really anything that you want to be. Yeah. And another one would be to be an angel or a devil, which I know is very popular around this time of the year, but it's popular for good reason because it's super simple. To be an angel, all you have to do is dress in white and have a little halo around your head, which you can either make at home or buy at a Halloween store. Or to be a devil, all you need to do is wear red, maybe have some sort of, you know, red cape, like a pitchfork, and devil's ears, which I know also what makes a really cute couple's costume or a group costume as well. Yeah, and so the last costume idea that we had is any type of animal, rabbit, cat, lion. All you need to do is get a headband, one of those headbands you wore when you were like five that your mother made you wear, and just use hot glue and felt or any type of cloth or paper that you have and create ears of the animal if they have them. And then all you need to do is dress in colors that the animal wears. So let's just say you're a rabbit, you create your rabbit ears, and you can wear you know all white or maybe have white with pink accents in it. And just like paint your face and you know if you're a rabbit, like put a little nose on it or whatever. And I think it's a super easy costume that works for a you know, whatever type of animal that you want to be. And I think people will know exactly who you are when you walk into school or to your party or wherever you're going. So I think, you know, you can really pick a unique animal or you can play it pretty basic like a cat. So I think it can go either way. Yeah, and even though all of these ideas are super simple, I think they work because of their simplicity and how easy they are to do last minute. And they will also look cute. Yeah, they'll also look cute. So on that note, we are going to wrap up Thank you guys for listening, and happy Halloween, and happy first quarter. Yay! Bye, guys! Bye!